Hey everybody, welcome to the $5 Bin Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and with me this week is Eric. Hey! And Amber. Hello. And we are going to be talking about a wonderful film that we found in the local $5 bin called Panic Room. Panic Room. Here's your summary. A divorced woman and her diabetic daughter take refuge in their newly purchased house, newly purchased house's safe room. Wow, that's a mouthful. When three men break in searching for a missing fortune, the film stars Jodie Foster and Kristen Stewart as the mother and daughter, respectively, whose new home is invaded by burglars, played by Forrest Whitaker, Jared Leto, and Dwight Yoakam. Guitars, Cadillacs. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got, we've got music <laughs> sensations galore in this one. Um, the film, ladies and gentlemen, currently holds a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Hey, that's the highest we've had yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like double most of the movies we watch. <laughs> Triple, I think. Triple one of them. On yeah. A couple yeah. Of them. Wow. Yeah, 76%. That's a C for those of you who like school. That's a C. <laughs> that's a C. Which means we've been watching F's. F's. <laughs> Maybe. And that's being generous. That's being it's generous. Being, yeah. Way generous. <laughs> When, when what was it? What a sixteen percent? Sixteen. I think you get like twenty percent on tests just by putting your yeah, name, your on, name on it. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. There are home movies that get higher higher ratings. You know. Yeah. So like, this is seventy six percent. Eric, stop playing footsie with me on the table, uh, you know, man. Boys. Holy cow! Come on, this isn't Come that on. kind of podcast. Uh, hey oh, I'm panicked. <laughs> I and I'm a, in a room. I need a panic room from Eric. <laughs> All right. What is your background, ladies and gentlemen, with this movie? None. None? You, I, have no. you at least heard of it? Oh, I'd heard of it, but I never I've never watched it. This was my first time watching the movie. Okay. I'm exactly the same way as Amber. This is my first time watching what? this movie. Yep. I I think I avoided it because Dwight I was like, Yoakam was in it? No, no, no. I was I was like I was like I was like, it's set in one room, boring. How how good could this be? And I was surprised. I was surprised. I avoided it because it looked scary. Fair enough. And I'm admitting I, that to the world right now. Yeah, I I think I don't know if we've Do you want that a panic room podcast. now. I no, I don't want a panic room because I don't want to be stuck in it. I don't know <laughs> if we've covered it on this podcast, but I do not do scary movies. Amber does not do scary movies. Eric, do you do scary movies? With my hands over my eyes. So, no. Right. So, the likelihood <laughs> and of... A, and a remote to fast forward. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. So, the likelihood of us doing a scary movie is probably slim to none. Or maybe if you donated a massive amount of money to St. Jude or something like that, maybe we'd watch it. Because we do it for the kids. I, I The last scary <laughs> movie I saw was... Cabin in the Woods. No. Why do you watch that stuff? The last scary movie I watched was The Blair Witch Project in uh, the theater. In the, That's what oh, you did. saw it in the theater? Okay. That's the last one I think I I've believe the last one I saw was The Ring. Oh, I take that back. I did watch The Ring. Did you ever watch it with us at No, at I watched that with my now husband. Oh, okay. 
Because there, there's a story that goes with the ring that might not be, you know, the, there's a bunch of guys scared cuddling under a blanket because they're <laughs> so scared in college. <laughs> Eric was not part of that contingency. Nope. But there was a bunch I'm of us. Glad. This is so scary. I chose not to watch it. I was terrified, and my roommates knew that I was watching it, so they, terif- you know, they terrorized me. And then Dan even had nightmares. Sorry, babe. So we... We actually had, uh, at another point, I don't know why I watched that movie multiple times. Cause it why freaked did you the heck do out that? So we watched it on uh, our college choir tour once, <laughs> and we were at a friend's house, and her house, our, uh, our, no, we're, guy's house. So the guy's house, his parents' house, and it was at this old, old farmhouse. Nope. Okay. Nope. And his whole family was there, and a bunch of, it was, you know, nope. all the, a bunch of us were there. So I knew what was coming at the end. You know when they showed the little montage of the video at the end? Nope. So I went to my buddy Jason. I said, Jason, what's the phone number of the house? So I called. I had it ready to go on my cell phone. And as soon as it went to black, I dialed. And the phone rang immediately in the house. I scared the crap (laughs) out of everybody in the room. And my buddy Jason and I were like, greatest moment ever. I'm pretty sure somebody peed a little bit. Had I been there, I would. <laughs> yes. Great, great time. But back to Panic Room. Yes, Panic Room. Um, That's what we're talking about tonight. M- my background with this, sorry, I'm moving my microphone around a lot. My background was this. I actually paid money to see this movie. Oh. Yeah. Um, in 2002, that'd be college years for us. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember for the life of me who I saw it with. Um, I... There was a group of us that would see movies a lot. Eric, you're in that mm-hmm. that realm a lot. But if you didn't, I kind of actually I don't think, we saw I don't, this together. I don't think we saw this together. We didn't see this. Well, if you're saying this is the first time you've seen it. Then yeah, obviously not. <laughs> um, you were probably invited. But but I chose not to go. Because <laughs> it looks scary. <laughs> it was know. set in one room. Eric, I'm, like, I'm, you, not, I'm not wasting money on that crap. Can you do me a favor and look up Phone Booth while we're talking about that? What year did Phone Booth come out? I think it came out the same year, but I, um, I feel like it was around that same time because I remember that came out in college too. Yeah, actually, phone booth I know I think came out in. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was two thousand and four or two thousand three. Nope, phone booth came out in two thousand two. Hey, look at that! Same, yeah. Boom, same year. Um, so these two movies came out. Obviously, phone booth. Yeah, was phone booth came out later. And Alfred Hitchcock uh, thought of, hey, let's do a whole movie in a phone booth. Well, he obviously never did that. And so that the movie Phone Booth is a pile of garbage, if you've ever watched it. Um, I think I have watched that one. Oh, I saw that one in the theater, Oh, I'm too. sorry. 2003, it came out. My, my fault. Close enough. But it was a time of, let's try to do things in one, one location. Also starring Forrest Whitaker, for those of you, yeah. you know, uh, we're jumping in. Oh, ahead. really? Yes, Forrest Whitaker. I forgot he was in, in that movie. Booth. He was the cop. Was he? Mm-hmm. I just remember Colin Farrell and who was it? Uh, Kiefer Sutherland was the guy in the other. Chloe. Guy. He, he was <laughs> Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> that's that's what I had imagined Kiefer to be doing. They're like yelling at yelling at him in a very. My name is Colin. Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> this is Colin. the wrong number. Get off this line. <laughs> There's a bomb on the plane. <laughs> the president's always. In the president's going to be shot. We don't do something. Um, so yeah, I paid good money to see this. This is obviously when I had some disposable income in my life, <laughs> and uh, not today. 
but yeah, I, I actually saw this movie in the theaters and watched it for this. This is the second time I've seen it, and I didn't remember hardly any of this. I remembered about the panic room. Um, <laughs> that was about it. I well, like, what is that's going good. On? Like as I'm watching, <laughs> oh yeah, that happens. Oh yeah, that ha- it wasn't like a very memorable movie for me. So, all right, let's go into the cast. Uh, let's start with Jodie Foster as Meg Altman. How'd she do? She, she was fine. She was good. Jodie fostering Jody it up. Foster, which, you know, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I, I like Jodie Foster in some things. She's not. I mean, she's. She's, she's a not, okay actress. I mean, I don't see yeah. her doing like life changing roles or anything like that. But she's not so bad. I think. Oh my gosh, this is a Jodie Foster film. But she's not so good. It's like, ooh, it's a Jodie Foster film. All she's right. in a lot of suspenseful movies. She was in Contact, right? Yeah. Around well, this not, time. Not, I wouldn't call Contact suspenseful. I mean, like Silence of the Lambs. That was suspenseful. It was totally suspenseful. That's what I'm. No, no. I mean, no, no, no. Contact was not suspenseful. What? Yes, it was. Yes, Did it you was. Watch that movie. I did. It's more of like a drama. I mean, I mean, but like, like, what? Time out. Hold on. Contact. We're thinking of contact where she goes to space. Contact yes. with McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. You're I going will. to space. All right, all right, okay. all right. I do it need to get an interstellar coming this fall. <laughs> gonna be great. I'm going to go meet. Away. I'm gonna go meet Foster in space. <laughs> I'm gonna finally find her. Me and Harrelson. 20 years later. All, all right, right, all right. <laughs> they stay the same age. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I like about high school girls. I keep growing older. They stay the same age. Oh, I'm stuck in a nightmare. Uh, all right. We have not done a Matthew McConaughey film. I feel like we need to do we one. Do. Oh, no, man. We do. But actually, Contact is considered a drama mystery sci-fi. So we... It's a but, but it's suspenseful, though. Yeah, because you're constantly... Like, Inside Man, I mean, you know, doing flight plan. I mean, so she was it. I mean... She's, yeah, I mean, she's kind of the... It's kind of it's kind of interesting, again, a caster. And this isn't a bad thing. I'm just saying maybe mm-hmm. maybe she does well in this, like, suspenseful, but keeping it together, kind of heroine woman. Well, yeah, she's not an action-adventure no. person, but she does suspense well. Yeah. Thrillers. She looks scared Thriller. all the time. <laughs> yeah, she plays. She does look terrified all the time. <laughs> but, like, but like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, they're gonna come after me. Um, all right, uh, let's move on. Kristen Stewart, Case Do, Case Do, Case Do. Funny story. So, I told a friend that this is the movie we we had, you know, we're watching this week, and she says, "Oh, that's the one with Jodie Foster as the mom, and then her son." <laughs> and I said, and I thought, and this was, you know, before I had watched the movie, and I was like, are there two kids in the movie then? And she's like, no, just one. And I'm like, yeah, that's Kristen Stewart. So she looked like a she boy. She looked like a little boy. The haircut did not help. No. no. Well, she was only 12 years old at this point. But even at your facial features, I mean, she she's still had the dead behind the eyes look like she does as now. She always yeah. does. Um, but she. <laughs> She, she, I don't know. She has a, a very androgynous face, even still. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, 
Yeah, it's just she's not on my list of favorite people. I mean, you can chalk it up to in this movie. She's a kid and kid actors they are what they are. Yeah. We've had discussions on this. Yes. Um as go back to last week's the last action hero. <laughs> um or Safe Haven. We talked about those or kids too. We talked about uh, them in that one. Um but Kristen Stewart, man. I just don't get the draw. Even now. I know. Uh, she, she was awful in Snow White and the Huntsman. She cannot I, carry a film. Thank you. At all. The Twilight movies, she was abysmal in. <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. Just doesn't know how to act. I've seen better acting in like middle school performances. Yeah. True. Of like The King and I. That <laughs> very specific, but yeah, that is really specific. <laughs> Etcetera, etc. Et et but yeah, it, she's just not good. I, and that goes across the board. I have not seen her in anything, and this did not help her. Granted, again, we can go back to this. She was, what, 12, 13 at the time of this? Yeah, this is probably one of her first ones. So actually. I'll give her a pass. Yeah. That she's a kid. But guess what? You did how many Twilight movies? Were there four? Five, five, something like that. Because we had to make extra money. For I mean, I I would say the one movie she did okay in, and I was the Runaways. Did you ever see the oh, Runaways? I, I did see that. It was it's yeah. like the rock and roll movie. It's got but it's again, got Dakota Fanning in it. But they're both like they're played the band the Runaways. The really right, like and the, she she supposedly got a lot of accolades for her Joan Jet. Yeah, she did a decent I, job. As that. I don't know, but. Dead behind the eyes. There's I will give you the dead behind the eyes. She had even in this movie too, as a twelve year old, had a lot of that staring off, open mouth. Yes, it hasn't changed. It's still. (laughs) Well, she was diabetic most of the movie. (laughs) Not that. Not that. That maybe. Not that I'm saying diabetics or coma. Just that that look (laughs) on her face. Just uh, Kristen. Oh, what? 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 Wait. At this point, she talks (laughs) like what, mom? You're playing a little boy. Don't remember. Don't forget that you're playing a little boy. Yeah, she was not good in this film. Right. Um, character actor extraordinaire, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> he's in everything. Like he's, he is. He is. He's it's he's a never seen a paycheck he didn't want to cash. And same, but they love Forrest Whitaker. They love them that Forrest Whitaker. He's a good guy. He's fine. I mean, every role he plays in is the same. Yeah. For the most part, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like sometimes, and especially even when he plays a bad guy, he's a, still a good guy. Yeah, I because people, I people, know. people kind of like, oh, Forrest Whitaker. I can't. The only movie I've seen him play is straight up bad guy was The Last King of Scotland. Mm. Oh yeah, when yeah. he was like maniacal evil. Right. Um, I forget what I forget what his name was, the name of the dictator they played. But other than that, though. Forrest Whitaker's a cool dude. Yeah, people like the, people like the Forrest Whitaker. He's a good guy. He's I. Yeah, he was fun in this film. Yeah, and I kind I kind of I kind of saw the way they were building him up. I was like, oh, this is like a normal Forrest Whitaker character. You know, where he, where he comes in, he's got an agenda. He's a bad guy, but I kind of knew it was like he's going to be the guy at the end. That's gonna he's he's gonna he's be the, the burglar guy. with the heart of gold. He <laughs> is. He is. <laughs> he is. He'll save your dying daughter. He will. He will. He's good All guy. right. Next country legend, Dwight Yoakam as Raul. Cadillacs. Oh man. How how do we think Dwight Yoakam did? 
okay, he had some pretty deadpan delivery that was actually kind of funny and at times. He, uh, okay, go ahead. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my and like. I'm not saying that he was the comic relief by any stretch, but there was like some moments where you know he he opens up his jacket, doesn't have to say a <laughs> word, and I just I laughed. I, I found myself giggling. So, you know, kind of a d bag, but still. Yeah. yeah. When he took off the when he took off the mask, I get I I gotta be honest. I I only know Dwight Yoakam with wearing you know the hat the down hat. over his eyes. And that big, that big, real, real, you know, it's really kind Ten of iconic. Yeah, it's kind of iconic. And I didn't realize, I mean, he's like, he's like kind of like very scary looking. Scary looking. Yeah. He reminded me of, and I know you probably, neither of you probably seen this, but if you've seen Silence of the Lambs, he looks like the bad guy in Silence uh, of the Lambs. Yeah. You know, he very kind of creepy, like, oh, this guy's going to do more than just, he, he <laughs> he's kinda, nuts. He kind of reminded me of a tamer version of the bad guy in Last Action Hero. Yes. That came around with the, yes. what was it? I can't even think of his name now. It was only like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know, with the with the um, the axe. Yeah, the, the axe. axe. Yeah, yep. with the shorter hair, like, oh, yeah. But, but just kind of like slow but like under the surface like ah it's craziness yeah Yeah. so i will i I, i'm gonna break it up into dwight yokum part a and dwight yokum part b because i think that there are two very distinct characters that he's playing in this movie and we'll talk about there there's a turning point in the film which we'll talk about later when he clearly flips a switch like with the mask comes the mask comes off and he's a completely different guy where like amber was saying the comic relief stuff, and I don't think it was comic it relief. Wasn't comic relief. <laughs> it was hilarious. I, was I love his laughing. like Ra- Raul lines. I'm Raul. <laughs> yes, <laughs> know, Who's this guy? I'm Raul. Yes. I'm Raul. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I love those lines. I know. I'm Raul. It's great. So yeah, I, and then once he takes the mask off, he flips a switch and goes in like this raving <laughs> psychopath. Who the fuck is Raul? <laughs> Who are you? I'm Raul. <laughs> I mean, it's seriously, it's just like Raul. <laughs> Uh, and just that his name is Raul. By by, yeah. I don't think that's his real name for the movie. He's like, hey, Dwight, pick a name. I'll be Raul. <laughs> I'm sure that was kind of really common. that's right. that's the one you're gonna choose. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and it was funny though. It was funny. It was. People it was. like it. It's yeah, a, it's, a, it's a choice. Um, now Dwight Yoakam, I obviously know him from actually two things. One of which is country music, which we all know, mm-hmm. but the other one. I was at a Walgreens not too long ago. Please tell me you saw him. No, I didn't see him, but I saw his line of frozen food products that he was peddling. What? <laughs> so is it like barbecue fare? <laughs> it's interesting. So I I remembered a couple of things. They were like chicken things, but I went online and I did a little research to come up with to see what exactly he was selling. Now here's the list of. Uh, Dwight Yoakam products. Uh. They're called uh, it's the branches Bakersfield biscuits. Okay. okay, that is the product line, and here are some of the products that he sells. Mm. These are all frozen products: chicken lickens, chicken fries, <laughs> <laughs> chicken lickens, chicken rings of fire. Oh my god! Probably the hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo bites. Pizza fries, whatever the heck those are. But wait, Jeff, where can you get these? <laughs> I found out at your local Walmart store. Oh, we're going. We're <laughs> oh, going. Gosh, we're going to have a Dwight Yoakam night. Um, pre-cooked sausage. Take'em's lol riblets. <laughs> what? 
Takeums? Take they're like portable, uh, like sliders. Oh my god! So they call them Takeums. Lol, like Lol, lol. Sebastian. Lol. 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 And I put the apostrophe lol. there too. Uh, also, he has Lol Burgers, and let's not forget the breakfast treat, the breakfast burritos. Okay, so. Dwight Yoak. So does it say like is like Dwight Yoakam's face on the box? Is it like it's his silhouette, and it says Dwight Yoakam's chicken lickens chicken. <laughs> I'm going to. We're done. I'm going to Walmart right after Walmart. this and picking this stuff up, and then I'll report back next week how what it did to my body. Yes, you can do that to yourself. <laughs> can you can you do the chicken lickens chicken rings of fire? I want to know because I want to know what the, the pizza, burning. I want to see what the pizza fries the pizza are. Pizza fries, that's interesting. I th- I think they have to be like some kind of mozzarella stick with some meat inside. I don't inside, think they're like healthy. A hot, oh. a hot the, these things are all organic. <laughs> organic, my ass. <laughs> Never. <laughs> They're made from the earth's natural goodness. Yeah, because usually when like celebrities do like a food line, it's like, oh, these are organic, or we grew these on our ranch, like Nolan Ryan's burgers, or like, hey, we grew these on our no, no, the Nolan Ryan ranch. It's like Dwight Yoakam's like, tree. hey, how much I get paid if I put my face on there? Fuck it, I'll do it. Take them's little riblets. I'm doing it. Damn. <laughs> Hot damn. I'm doing it, y'all. Can get my hat in there. <laughs> put the hat over my face. I'm gonna call myself Raul. <laughs> <laughs> Raul's <laughs> Raul's breakfast burritos. Raul's pizza. By the fries. way, it's Dwight Yoko. <laughs> Southwest best. We're gonna come up with another uh, brand of salads called Raul's salads. It's gonna be meat and meat and, <laughs> and maybe a little bit of lettuce, but meat mostly. Mostly meat mostly in these salads. Processed meat. Fried processed meat. <laughs> We're gonna put available at Walmart. <laughs> And only Walmart, <laughs> and and big lots, and when your local al- and your family dollar, <laughs> Dollar General, IGAs, <laughs> and Aldi, <laughs> and Pig Wigglers. <laughs> and for those of you who live south of Mason Dixon, we all gonna be selling them at uh, Kroger's. At Kro- we're going to Kroger's. Kroger's. Those of you on Spain the West Coast. <laughs> We're going to do some Ralph's. <laughs> Go to the Ralph store. Get me some pizza fries by Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> so, so, Dwight Yoakam, if you're listening, you can send the advertising check to, <laughs> bah, 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 you know, Streamwood, Illinois. I just, I just want to say, so so just, just in case you're listening, Dwight, uh, in case glad. you've happened upon this. So, okay. For, so, for next week, uh, during what well, this is what we'll do. We will... Uh, during the prequel episode for the next episode, I will come up with a report and I will read your guys' report. Go and get Dwight Yoakam. Do, we'll, we'll get we'll, different products. We'll get different Done. products. Okay. And, and we'll do that. Okay. And so next week on the prequel episode, I know that you all are waiting with bated breath as to what these actually taste like. So we will go and find these products yep. for you and we will taste them. And, you know, I'll taste them on air and I'll get their and I, I uh, think, take I think it. I think if we can, if we can get... Maybe up on Facebook, maybe some pictures. Or oh, something. we're, we're going to get pictures. Yes. Absolutely, we're we getting pictures. We can do that. So, yeah, like us on Facebook, and we will we'll get us buying them. <laughs> and we'll find them. I know they got to have them. It was was not too long ago. They still have to have them. Well, oh, I'm going to have They're probably in the, the discount Walgreens. section. <laughs> <laughs> discount section. <laughs> Expired meats. <laughs> Seasonal. <laughs> oh, hey, it's here. It's off the shelf. Shouldn't it be frozen? <laughs> no, no, it's all good. 
all good. It's all organic food. <laughs> Those pizza fries are supposed to melt. <laughs> melt in your mouth. Not in your stomach. Why is it that everybody that works at Walmart sounds like they're from the <laughs> South, guys? Come on. <laughs> We're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know, but you're welcome at Walmart. We're from, we're from Arkansas. You can't, you no, can't we, say Walmart normally. It's Walmart. 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 <laughs> oh, we picked that up at the Walmart. The Walmart. Because there's only one Walmart in your town. Of course. It's the only thing in your town. It's the only thing 50 miles around. Oh, you. I bought my prom dress at Walmart. <laughs> at Walmart. The Walmarts. The Walmarts. In the prom section next to the Dwight Yoakam chicken biscuits. We're going to have ourselves a meal. <laughs> They're pre-prom snacks. Our prom was sponsored by Bakersfield Biscuits, and we had nothing but the pizza fries and the buffalo bites. And you know what? For when we were hungover in the morning from doing all that O'Doul's and stuff, we just had ourselves some breakfast burritos. It's a pre-cooked sausage. So this is so this is this is going to be the next thing we should look at. We should look at not only like musicians who crossed over into acting, but musicians who crossed over into acting who crossed over into food production. I think just period. Okay, th- this is going into food production. I saw some stuff at Menards that Larry the Cable Guy was. Peddling. I know. <laughs> yes. Like, I know. He's peddling all kinds of stuff. So I think we also need to do some research on. Weird crossover products that celebrities are happily endorsing. <laughs> and not, not, just, talking... not just like happily, yeah, like having their name in front of it. Larry oh, the Cable no, no, Guy, no. blah, blah, blah. Their picture on it. Yes. Like, <laughs> he is all over those potato chips. Oh, my gosh. Much like Dwight Yoakam is all over these. Okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> We're not even through the cast yet. <laughs> um, all right, last but not least, Jared Leto as Junior. How was he? I like Jared Leto. I, I, I like him as an actor. I I unfortunately, I say unfortunately, not because it was a bad movie or it was a bad acting, but I unfortunately first saw him in Requiem for a Dream <laughs> yes. and about had like a, oh my gosh. So at the end of it, I just like, bad. I wanted to vomit from my eyes. I mean, it, it's an awful like, oh, okay, I can't watch this anymore. But uh, but that's how that's how I remember him. And then I know he just, I got to be honest, I know he just won a, he won an Oscar Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Club. All right, all right, with McConaughey. All right, all right. Uh, But, you know, triple threat, they're winning an Emmy. No, but um, Jared Jared Leto. McConaughey won an Emmy. Oh, that's right, he did. For for True True Detective. Detective. But anyway. I thought you meant Jared Leto. I'm like, what the heck was he doing? No, Jared Leto, though. And I also I also like Thirty Seconds to Mars. Me too. Good yeah. band. And uh, when I found out though the acting came after Thirty Seconds to Mars, I was like, oh okay, cool. Well, actually, it came before. He was, was it in before? My, my So Called Life, that MTV oh, show from our yeah. our high school years. Oh. I was a, a really big Jared Little fan. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> Pre or post cornrows? Because uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> pre. Let's talk about him and his cornrows. Oh, I'm not oh. kidding. Those were. Purdy. Yeah, those were not good. I thought his acting was phenomenal, though. When yeah. he was in, he just sucked up like all the energy and just had it full. He was so natural. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he was, was very good. He was really good. And I, the whole time I'm like, this guy is primarily a musician, and he's knocking this role out of the park. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I've watched Dallas Buyers Club. <sighs> See, I, I, haven't, don't, I haven't seen it. I 
he was in it so little. See, that's the thing about the supporting actors and actresses that you can be it for ten minutes. Yeah, you know? what was it? The old lady that was in that was nominated for Titanic. Right. Yeah. She was in it for like a screen time of like eight minutes, and she was nominated. Didn't win, I don't think, as I recall. But like he, Jared Leto was not in it as much as somebody like uh, Amy Adams or somebody who was you know second billing in the movie, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I I questioned that award a lot, but I mean he was fine in it, but like this movie, he just like I said, he stole the show when he was there. He was man, he was in command. He was doing great. I, I liked him a lot. So, yeah. um, so because Jared Leto is a musician or actor turned musician, we're gonna say musician turned actor. Musician turned actor. Okay. We are going to discuss a little bit and go take a little stroll through memory lane of some of the best and worst musicians turned actors. Not actors turned musicians. Musicians turned actors. Um, who are some of your favorites? Well, I, I was thinking of... I was trying to think of people who were successful, but also some of my favorites. One I've of my, got some bombs, too. One, of, I mean... I would say one of my favorites right now, he's been in some stuff recently, is Moss Def. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moss Def. Moss Def, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, he was in Be Kind, Rewind. Rewind. He was Which, also in The Italian Job. Okay, I, I liked him in The Italian Job. I was a little disappointed Taldega Nights. in <sighs> Be Kind, Rewind. Mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be more of them reenacting those movies cheaply. And there mm-hmm. was, that was only about maybe 10 minutes max of the movie. It's like, oh, come on. I want that to be 90 minutes of them doing that, and I'd be happy. And to follow up with Be Kind Rewind, I would also say my second one, very close second. I, I would say they're kind of on the same plane. Two, I'm sorry, two more, two more. Jack Black. Jack is, Black is, is a musician, musician turned, turned actor. actor. Jack Black, Tenacious D. Wow. Okay. Which is kind yeah, of a I, musical comedy group. All right, maybe it's stretchy a little bit. It's stretching it. But I would say that's stretching it. And Mark Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark Wahlberg. I have Mark Wahlberg oh, on yeah. here. Mark Wahlberg, yes. musician. Yes. Get a beat. I don't know the song. I can't think of do do what's the song? Such a good, good vibration. Thank you. Mark Wahlberg. And the funky bunch. And the funky bunch. Marky Mark. Yes. Yeah, so I had I had Mark Wahlberg. I also had Will Smith. Yes, Will Smith has done some very good work. Um, also done some very bad work too. You want to talk about Wild Wild West? What was the last one he did with his kid? After Earth. That is also on that list of horrible movies. <laughs> hey, you, your son want to want to keep the money? Go ahead. It was awesome. Although Pursuit of Happiness was not horrible. No. That was that was okay. But his kid was more endearing then. Yeah, now he's oh man, he was so he's annoying a and after. Earth. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. is it appropriate to call a child? No, a no, we're gonna no, have to edit be that a one out. D bag. <laughs> he, he was anyway. He fits if you fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What has she been in? Gold member. Yeah, she's a gold member. Uh, she's movie. also in Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls. On oh, Dreamgirls, right? As was my next, Jennifer Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Won an Oscar. Yeah. Correct. J-Lo. I was just going to say Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo is on the list. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, folks. Selena, she wasn't horrible in. I mean, I I didn't know much about Selena, but we all remember (laughs) Geely. 
Oh, so sorry. That is <laughs> stuck in my mind. Uh, there's also Britney Spears. What was she? What movies was she? Uh, Crossroads. About her, though, About, right? Well, was that mostly. It it's like she's trying to make her way in music, and it's awful. Right. Um, what about JT? Oh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, JT. 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 He, I, you know, he. I go back and forth with him. Like he does some really good things, and like, okay. if he was on Saturday Night Live, I would watch it a lot more. I love him on Saturday Night Live. He's, He's really hilarious. good. With Andy Samberg. Yes. He, up well. yes. Um, he was in what the Social Network. Yeah, he wasn't horrible in, but he wasn't also. He played the Napster. Yeah, he played, yeah, he played the Napster guy. What was his um, name? <laughs> that Napster. Dude. Yeah, the Napster guy. <laughs> he was in that movie with uh, stealing about stealing time. Yep. Oh. And that wasn't horrible. It was a, it was an interesting premise. Mm-hmm. So I. What about um, Harry Connick Jr.? Yes. Oh yes, Harry Connick one Jr. One of my uh, was in one of my favorite shows, Will and Grace. True. Uh, there's also LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Swat. Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah. He's made a nice little niche for himself at NCIS. Yeah. Uh, him and Chris O'Donnell. Tim McGraw. Oh yeah, Tim McGraw was in uh, Blindside, and then he was also in Friday Night Lights as the like the abusive dad in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. He's been decent. He's played those little roles well. Yeah, he has very very well, I think. Um, and then I had my last couple. I had Ice Cube, yeah, Boys in the Hood. He's found a nice, you know, the Friday Friday was good. Um, and then he's been in a 21, 22 Eat Jump Street. lifting weights. And then uh, somebody else who is le- kind of, I couldn't name one of his songs, but I remembered he was a singer for, or a musician. I'll say singer because he's not a musician. Tyrese has found Tyrese himself. Gibson, yeah. Tyrese Gibson. Hmm. Doing the Fast and the Furious movies and did the. Well, the f- original trilogy of Transformers. Right. I was going to say Transformers. So he's found a nice little niche for himself. I mean, he's not going to win an Academy Award doing any of those movies anytime yeah. soon. I mean, and I guess, I guess you could say you could probably then start throwing in all the people that have been on, I don't know if you call them straight musicians, the Broadway, all the Broadway people. I mean, Chris and Chenoweth. Uh, Idina Menzel. Idina Menzel, all of those. Adele you know. Dazim. But but at the same time, <laughs> though, they've all been, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I uh, but but who 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 did it best? Who wore it best? Who who do we think is? Well, who do I we mean, think is we, the we, best? We had we had two musician musician actors in here. Mm-hmm. I I think I think there's definitely the fan favorites, but then there's also the like, well, who's who's won a claim for it? I mean, mm-hmm. you said Jennifer Hudson, Jared Leto won. Both of them. I mean, you know, we got several people that have won Oscars for their acting, as they are also musicians. Right. Okay, so who do we think is the best? I mean, this is going back to even like Elvis, Dean Martin, Sinatra, <laughs> all those guys too. I mean, they've all been personally. Oh man, it's so tough because he's done some real garbage too. I kind of want to say Will Smith. You want to say Will Smith? He's done the best for himself. Film-wise. I'd say Mark Wahlberg has done the best. He's done well for himself, too, and he's also done garbage. 
But I, every, I can't but every good actor, happening. but every good actor's done That's garbage. True. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Kevin Spacey's done garbage. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and and I know we didn't really talk about her, but um, I really like Cher. Cher, you could put Cher in there. Back to back time on the battleship. Oh, if you want to talk about battleship, you could also put Rihanna in there too. Oh no. Oh, but we won't. You could, but we won't, because we're never doing that movie. Watch that once, and I'm never doing it again. And I'm doing this for you people out there. I'm not going to make you watch that movie. It's horrible, awful movie. Uh, Eric, who is yours? Uh, I am Mark Wahlberg. Are you going, Marky Mark? Yeah. And the Funky Bunch. And the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Even though I couldn't remember a song, I'm going with Marky Mark. Vibrations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When he did Planet of the Apes, I was very into calling him Marky Mark and the Monkey Bunch. Oh, very nice. Oh, that's Thank good. you. That was a very punny. Yeah. Very punny of me. Boop, All right. Boop. Let's get into Panic Room. What? We're doing the Panic Room? Yeah, we're doing the Panic Room. We're there. We're there. <laughs> taking us a while. We're, we're taking us a while. But we, you know, we like to talk about other things, too. All right. Uh, starting us off, did you guys, what did you guys think of the way they did the names in this movie. I don't know if you noticed yeah, the it. credits. Notice the it. opening credits of this film was very different. It's, it's hard for me to describe. If you watch the movie, it is currently streaming on Netflix. If you watch it, the the words, the names, the casting director, who the actors who are in it, it kind of blends into the background and the mm-hmm. skylines of New York City. Mm-hmm. Right. I liked it a lot. They do that a lot, though, with that kind of um, almost like CG fly-ins throughout the whole movie, if you notice. Like yeah. You like, know, it'll go like through, yeah. through. We're going to talk about a lot about this so yeah. with the fly-ins. I mean, it actually it did tie in with that whole piece, yeah. too, because it just had that kind of, it just, I don't know, it looked weird. It wasn't Comic Sans <laughs> plastered in white text on the screen. Oh. I know. Right. It was. I I liked it a lot. It was very different. It did not feel two thousand two. No. When I was watching, I'm like, this is two thousand two. But it's inter- It's interesting for a movie that's set in a in a room that's maybe twelve by twelve. It made it feel big. It wasn't an interesting. It's like it's setting up to this big, epic film set in a twelve by twelve room almost. This takes place in New York City, but actually on one small soundstage. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's like. Boom! These names are larger than life, and and that's not a bad thing. This, but I think it's just an interesting kind of if you would juxtaposition. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Right there between between this big, you know these these names, and and then it's set in this tiny thing. I mean, I'm sure there was a reason they decided to do that. There was obviously a reason they decided to do anything. I don't think they're like, oh, that looks fun. Let's do this. Well, there are some movies. <laughs> there are some movies. Some of the movies we watch are like, yeah, that'll be awesome, man. Yeah, but but it was good. All right, so we open up with Kristen Stewart and Jodie Foster getting a tour of a brand new townhouse in a very ritzy area in uh, New York. Um, and this seems really, really dated by the fact that Kristen Stewart is riding a Razor scooter Razor, yeah. throughout the whole apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm watching her going, what year is this? It really felt like 2002 because of it. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, even when we were in college, there were a couple of guys that had the... I can't, oh, what was the name of the guy who was, who was the scooter kid? 
Oh, I can't. Remember. But he was like this. You know, he's a scooter kid on campus. Like, oh, it's yeah, it's what's his name. He's riding the scooter again. Da, 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 da. Uh, you had a scooter. I did, but Strobel and I bought him, and we went down that big hill, and then hit the bump, the speed bump at the bottom, and went crashing. Well, yeah, because we had destroyed like him in an, like thirty minutes. An inch ground clearance, <laughs> a one inch freaking ground... awesome day. That's what that was. There's thirty bucks. Shout out to my Boop. buddy Dave Strobel, who may or may not listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, probably doesn't, because he's not even on Facebook. Hey, um. What? But he doesn't check his Facebook account. There's a difference. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> his wife does. We won't get into that. No, we're not bitter. No names. No names. No last names. <laughs> <laughs> you promise. <laughs> I'll censor it out. Thank there you, you go. You're going to do a lot Dave. of editing with this one. Yeah. There he is. Um. So this house is absolutely massive for two people. Why in the world do they need this house? I think... The well, she wanted a house. She just it. wanted a house. The realtor talks to it. That did you did you not catch that in I, a dialogue? I caught that. Oh, this house is gonna go real fast. It was because her her husband. Obviously, they're getting a divorce. Yeah, Jody's husband. Um, and he, sh- the realtor says, "Don't worry, he's got the money for this." So oh, so no one else caught that? No, no I didn't catch that oh. one, no. It still doesn't make it... Di- I, d- there was I like, hear you, but... There's two of them. It's, it's like a five-story <laughs> like five five house. Story walk. It had, I, I caught that it had six fireplaces. Why in the world do you need six fireplaces? For the servants' quarters. Yeah, for the servants' quarters. For <laughs> Which they Kristen's, had. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Yikes. Right. Um... Hey, here's another thing. When the realtor was yelling at Kristen Stewart, did you, like, Foster seemed completely unfazed by this. Yeah. Really kind of put off by that. Honey, please get off. Kid, stop it. Can't you help me using a scooter on the hardwood floors? And Foster's like, oh, yeah, look at the drapes. Yeah. Just completely oblivious to anything. If somebody yelled at my kid, I'd be like, hey, moron, that's my job to yell at my kid. Yeah, and they both. And it, You're my realtor. <laughs> exactly. You're not, my kid doesn't even call you Uncle Realtor. They call you like. <laughs> oh, you know what? Because when we're done buying this house, we won't see you ever again. <laughs> ever. So you be, feel free to berate my child. Right. Moron. Um, apparently, the children, we find out, of the previous owner can't find half of the money or the inheritance that was left. That was in this house, so they're fighting over it, and so they're just trying to sell this house and do something with it. Right. Now, you know, I was I had written, uh, sorry, it took a long pause there. Um, they got this huge place, and most of their stuff I would only fit in, like, two rooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most of the house was empty. It was, like, in the kitchen and the two bedrooms. And they had that huge Mayflower truck yeah. and, like, 20 boxes. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sorry. I, I gotta be. Done. I gotta be. I was like, where is things like their television and, and maybe it was still in the box. I know it was their only like their first night in there. Hey, so whoa, whoa, time out. I would have. First set that thing up. we did when we moved into this place was <laughs> set up the we television. Set up That's the what television. I did in my house too. Right, couch, <laughs> television, here. bed. We put up the television first, <laughs> and the crib for the baby. Yep. Let's all just be. We put those yeah, two yeah, things. Yeah, first. There was like an order of that. necessities. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because what are we going to watch when we're done? That's right. I don't know. I got to turn on TV. I don't have cable yet. It doesn't matter. Put something on. Uh, so around one thirty in the morning, they both fall asleep. And Inkmar villains at 6 minutes and 30 seconds into this movie. Love that fact. Absolutely loved it. It was. A, I did notice it mm-hmm. was a quick start, and I appreciated that. There yeah. wasn't a long, drawn-out, let me talk about these two and... We really and and I do I do have to say though it was it was interesting because I kind of you know not seen this before I was kind of like it's like well what happened why is it did the dad die is there is there a is there some sort of is maybe the dad one of the guys trying to get and I I was trying to follow the storyline a little bit I was like well maybe the dad is going to be one of the bad guys or something like that you know I didn't I didn't get that so I do appreciate though that it was quick but they kept revealing other parts of the story yeah throughout yeah, yeah. which which was a this good movie so, was under two hours quick. It could have even been 15 minutes shorter, and I'll get into the a couple of the spots where I thought. But I appreciated, too, the fact that 15 or 16 minutes and 30 seconds into it, our villains are trying to break in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hence, hence it's the whole movie and where that's from. This yeah. movie knows what it is. We yep. want to get you out of here in under two hours, and we're not right. going to fill your life with side stories that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and... I put on here uh, cool shots with the camera flowing throughout the house. We were talking about that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I really bit. like that. It was, um, I did some research. The same director that did this did Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Um, Social Network. Social Network. Bunch of other movies like Zodiac. Well, he did the movie, but we're not going to talk about All that. All right. <laughs> um, uh, Benjamin um, Button. Benjamin. Benjamin Button, and also a Benjamin huge Buttons. contributor and producer on House of Cards. Yes. Which I enjoy mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yep. Um, so, yeah, very cool shots, but very um, Fight Club. Yeah. A lot of it. I, I was, would agree. Yeah. A lot of I think he did Fight Club pretty recently, you know, before this. Yeah. I mean, it, well, was it wasn't too many years. 98? Yeah, Club so it was like only like four that. years, right. so he's probably still thinking kind of in that. Yeah, it, it was it was good. I, I I liked it. It it goes back to what you were saying before, where it made the one house that we were stuck in literally the entire movie feel cohesive and bigger than what it was. Because well, and it was a big house, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, we're stuck in one house the entire what 116 minutes of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so Forrest Whitaker breaks through the roof and notices. That the house isn't vacant. Jared Leto uh, goes through the fact that because <laughs> yeah, this, this diatribe of it's supposed to be an escrow is fifteen days, but that was you know business days. Business days. All <laughs> about business days. And <laughs> 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 Raul. I'm Raul. So yeah, this is where uh, Leto or uh, Whitaker lets in Leto and Yoakum. And I said, yeah, Leto is great. And as is Yoakum, I just have in quotes, I wrote, I'm Raul. Yep. So uh, we're also privy to Jodie Foster peeing <laughs> at this point, yep. which. Always disturbing. You know, I watched Jack Bauer for nine seasons for apparently 24 straight hours. That man didn't pee. Ever. But I'm with Jodie Foster for. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And I'm listening to the sound of her very healthy stream of pee. <laughs> no she, bladder infection no, there, folks. <laughs> no, that's, that's one healthy. <laughs> it was really loud. It's like they could, she could have just closed the door and like 
she's going to the bathroom. No, it was full on streaming about like why? Why did you why do why do I need cohesiveness? <laughs> oh, she's peeing. Oh, oh we really gotta make that real, guys. <laughs> she always wanted to do a scene where she got to pee. You know? They they Don't let we her, all they let her do that. You know, they let her really be real. They didn't know. She didn't know that they were rolling. <laughs> Jody, that's that's not a real toilet. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, so at this point, burglar the burglars, uh, who are Whitaker, Leto, and Yoakum, uh, attempt to get Foster and Ke- Kristen Stewart. They and miss one, the- one one thing really quick about about yeah. about Yoakum. He's wearing a ski mask. Yes. Yes. And he's wearing a ski mask most of the movie. A good half of this. Which movie. is pretty kind of funny. Actually, it's kind of funny That's, because he's because he's just I wearing a ski mask, funny. and he's like, "Why don't you take? They'll, they'll see my face." You know, it's like because he's very he's very worried about being identified. Right. Rightfully so, I guess. He's also he's not also, very pretty. You no, know, he's also not very pretty when we see his face. We're like, oh, okay. We understand the ski mask. Dude. Yeah. But, um, so Kristen Stewart and Jodie Foster wind up in the panic room. Uh, the burglars realize that they can't break into the panic room, so they screw all the doors shut, so pretty much they can't get out. So now, <laughs> much like everybody else, we too are locked into this house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we learn that, uh, Foster doesn't like small spaces, and something happens to Kristen Stewart when she gets quote-unquote worked up. She's diabetic. She's diabetic, but yeah. we right. don't know that at no. this well, point. they show that that actually was alluded to because you saw her insulin in the refrigerator by her bed. Yeah, and you also figured, I I, I, I was clued yeah. into it when I, she had orange juice and all this other stuff right next to her. Right like, next she's to diabetic. the bed. I was like, oh, okay, we've, we've set ourselves up for this. Sorry, Jeff. I, I, We're a little I, bit brighter. You, you missed I, that. Yeah, I don't know a lot of diabetics, so I don't. Oh. There you uh, go. Into okay. That, you know, I I didn't notice it at okay. all. So, but the, those are diabetic listeners mm-hmm. out there would shout out to all of you, uh, <laughs> because I have no idea. We're so, taped before a live studio audience, <laughs> by the way. I don't. Oh man, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any like crowd screams or anything on your drops. Nope, because we're not actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just so those who were you curious, I have this. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> did we go up a level? We did. We powered did we up a little bit. Did we get an extra bit. life? We totally grew. <laughs> I tried. I went from little Mario did to big a mushroom. Mario. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's about what I have. Uh, <laughs> so our burglars tap into the air ducts and put propane in to uh, try to flush them out, essentially, because they can't get in. The money's inside. <laughs> Amber's laughing because she knows where this is going. Um. After failing to duct tape the vents, which I wrote on here, by the way, the first time duct tape was actually used on duct work because, you know, you see everybody else using <laughs> duct tape for other things yes. other than duct work. I'm like, oh, ah, it's on the ducts. Um, Foster decides to light the propane gas. Uh, <laughs> this would have killed them all instantly. Yes, yes. Thank you. This, yeah, this they should not have lived through this. No, because it it wouldn't have just stayed up. No, the top of it, the, you know what the it rem- room. it was blue, and it reminded me of uh, you know in the first part of the Avengers when Loki comes in, and yes. that's what brings down yeah. the. Fr- it's like the exact same kind of effect. Yep. 
just you know what 10 years ahead of its time i want i wonder though if if there's some reality to it i don't know i've I'm just trying to think. Eric, because she reached down in like is that well like that just, that part I get like she would have burned off her face and dead. Yeah, she should have been on fire. But as far as like it's staying up in the air, I mean, isn't I don't know as for a fact, but in propane heavier than air, like it would be something that would be. I didn't pay much attention in chemistry. I don't, I don't really care. I just think it was a cool effect though when it was blew up there and went. Whoop. Yeah, that was cool. Can you do that sound again, please? Whoop. Thank you. Well, we recorded that and sell it, so. But, uh, <laughs> New ringtones. <laughs> I, I have just, a message. I just loved, I loved Jared Leto, like his face up, or his his head up against listening to like, what is that sound? What is that sound? <laughs> and then he changes and from one angle to the to other. To the other, because I'm like, oh, he's got it. He's going to move back. Nope, he just wanted to get a better hearing out of his <laughs> other ear. As as Forrest Whitaker and, and White are like backing up, they're like, oh man, we know what's happening here. And he just didn't get it. Yeah, no. and finally, finally, like, and they were having an argument, like, should we turn down the turn fuel? Down. Should we turn it up? <laughs> turn it down! Turn it down! Turn it down! And then and finally it's like, oh, yeah, I'm turning it down because we're all going to blow up and die. You can tell these, these burglars never worked together before. Absolutely not. Right. Like rookie, rookie mistakes when you're going to for millions of dollars. You know, you got to get a crew that you've had together for a while. Yeah, exactly. If the Italian job taught us anything. Get the, get the same crew together. So, obviously, the gas blows up and singes Leto's arm and his face. He ain't too pretty no more. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was cool, like, when his arm was still blue, too, and that was when he was on fire. Like yeah. yeah. He's burning his faux cool. leather jacket right there. <laughs> and his, like, very polyester zip-up uh, right. He got robbed. He got a blend. Right. right, it wouldn't have gone up so much. It gone up in flames had he got a real, authentic. Letter. Right. <laughs> so uh, we actually find out at this point that Leto used to work for the former tenant, the old man, in his dying days, and I guess confessed to Leto that there was millions of dollars inside there, mm-hmm. um, and that he was going to get a cut. Yeah. Later, that was interesting. Part of his inheritance or something for helping him out, or. Yeah, it, they didn't explain it, but they didn't need to, but it's fine. Uh, while the three are arguing downstairs about money, Foster gets out of the room to try and grab her cell phone. And I put, I wrote down, wow, that's an old Nokia. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was only 10 years ago. And yeah. I think those chargers oh, were like, it was like a cradle charger. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. I don't even remember having oh, a cradle charger. The cr- oh, mm-hmm. we told, no. I totally had a cradle charger. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have that Nokia, though. I had a... I had a different Nokia. I did too. I didn't have the Chrome Nokia. Is it the one where the front you could change the faceplate? Yeah, yeah I did. I had that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. High fives. And you could, yeah. you, you, could, you could go to the, the mall and they had like. Ooh. Oh yeah, it was the. First. I like the Packers. I'm getting the Packer ringtone yeah. or go to whatever. The kiosks. Yeah, the kiosk. <laughs> they still exist. I guess they're selling you know for your cases for your iPhones. Yeah. So now it's the back, and not the front. You know. Right, oh, right, right. it's all. It's all come back around. Literally. Oh, boom. Wah, wah. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so she she thinks the signal's bad when she brings the cell phone in there, but I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work in there with uh, concrete and steel, yeah. and it's 2002. You're not going to get good reception in there. Right. Maybe with the 2014 iPhone, 
you're going to be able to, but not 2002. But even then, you, I mean, I work in a completely concrete building. And I get zero, zero, zero bars. <laughs> you're in a bomb shelter? Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, but nonetheless, though, but but she's panicking. She's like, crap, I got to get the phone because the other phone wasn't set up. So did she think through this? Probably no. not. Right. Would she, any of us think through that? Probably no. not. I would. No, it's not worth going I totally out. Totally Especially if you this is your because first if there was night. Because if there was a chance, you would have taken it. So you okay. tell me there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Foster and Kristen Stewart try to call 911. Oh, so at this point, they end up ripping out the phone cords and then try to use the phone from the emergency thing, which they didn't set up. Right, so but the emergency thing was set up to a different line. It wasn't set and up And she to didn't them. set up right, that, right. that day. Um, and then, so she calls 911, but she gets put on hold. What? Yeah. The, there's no way 911 puts you on hold. Absolutely not. Hi, 911. Hold I'm on I'm getting one stabbed. Minute. What are going to put you on hold? That sounds really painful. Can you hold on just one moment? Press one for stabbing, <laughs> two for heart attack. You know, it's like, no, absolutely not. They would never put you on hold. Yeah, I thought that was a little far-fetched. Yeah, never. Uh, so they end up calling dad, um, but he only gets half of the message. They only get half the message through. And who picks up but the girlfriend he ran... Which, funny enough, uncredited, thanks to our good friends at IMDb, found out. Who is it? Nicole Kidman. What? It's Nicole Kidman. What? Yeah. It's Nicole Kidman. No. Absolutely. Look it up. It's Nicole Kidman. I. Uncredited role, Nicole Kidman. In 2002, she must have had. Something in her contract where she had to do something. She's like, fine, I'll just do this voice for two lines. <laughs> just don't even give me credit it's for it. It's <laughs> done. <laughs> she, maybe she was like dating David Fincher. I don't know, but she she was in there. It's uncredited. 2002, are we in Tom Cruise territory? No. All right. I don't want to steal the spotlight from that, but I'm just saying it was it was Nicole Kidman. I, I believe you, but I think usually... When they have to do something like that, it's okay. You have to do this because you're contractually obligated. So I'll, I'll just come in and do a voiceover. She was um, in the hours in 2002. Maybe she had to do voiceover. Oh, Nicole, while you're here, can you just can say you just these two that? lines? What, maybe they just copied it from another movie <laughs> she was in. Uncredited Nicole, Nicole Kidman. What? I was did in I, that movie? Did I get paid for that? Nope. <laughs> you're uncredited. What? Oh, what? Man. What? Send my million over there. Uh, so Kristen Stewart is getting dizzy and hungry, and that's when I figured out it was diabetes. <laughs> Two hours later. Two hours later, Two hours Jeff later. figures out it's diabetes. So Leto gives up at this point and spills a ton more plot points. <laughs> Pretty much he's telling us the story. Bottom line, they speculate that there's more than the $3 million in there that they originally thought. But while arguing while they're all downstairs... There's close to twenty one million is yeah. what they said. They like twenty two million, twenty one million. For robbers and guys who would Yokum drives a bus. Yeah, you find Leto was cleaning up after an old guy and Whitaker installs security systems. They know a lot about financials. Right. <laughs> exactly. I I agree. I agree. 
quick in escrows and oh wait oh so wait it's an escrow okay so that's got to be oh well you got the uh, death tax the inheritance tax so that's at least like fifty five percent so you just cut that from there and what you guys are low level you know you're you're not professionals at this you're not public accountants unbelievable I don't like no but it so. So Leto is out. He's halfway out the door when Yoakum shoots him in the back of the head. Straight up. And I forgot that this was R. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so okay. I heard the two F-bombs, or the, I think three by this point, mm-hmm. maybe maybe even four. Like, okay, well, they had more than one, but this still isn't that violent. And then when you see the back of Leto's head explode, mm. that's when I remembered it was right <laughs> Mm-hmm. There were more than just four f bombs at that point. Oh yeah, I feel like maybe I'm. It just... was like, I was like, well, okay, there then. we go. I guess. I mean, there were that <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, there might have been. I don't know. I, I just kind of I did the same thing with what was the White House movie with Gerard Butler. White, White, House Ho- White House has fallen. Olympus, Olympus has fallen. Olympus down. Ho- Olympus has fallen. White House down is the other one I was getting confused because they came out within a month of each other. Way to go, guys! But Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> so Olympus has fallen. Watched that on Netflix and did not realize it was rated R. And then people's heads are exploding. Like, oh, this isn't PG. <laughs> Didn't get away with that if you're 13 years old. Oh, it's not G. Oh man. Oh man. Oh well. What do you know? Uh, so yeah, Yoakum shoots Leto right in the head, and as soon as that happens, Dad shows up, and Yoakum beats him up. Uh, Kaster goes into a diabetic shock. Um, Whitaker takes a look, takes what looks like uh, Yoakum's body, so supposedly they were arguing, and drags him down down the stairs. But it's actually Dad. Oh, the dad showed up. Double switcheroo. That's right. Um, and Yoakum is lying down where they uh, Foster thought dad was. Um, so Foster leaves thinking that the coast is clear to get some meds. And I don't, obviously it was like not just her regular insulin, but like. The emergency. Super insulin yeah. or whatever it is. Exactly. I don't know. It was in a special case and there was only one. Um, but uh, Whitaker and Yoakum wind up in the safe. So they see Kristen Stewart in shock. Um, so while they break into the safe, Foster sneaks around. She ends up knocking down Yoakum. And after a scuffle, Yoakum and Whitaker both end up in the panic room. Mm-hmm. But Yoakum gets his hand oh. caught in the oh, door. Man. Oh, Yikes, that was gross. Oh, Pretty yeah. much like probably bent it the other way. Yeah. Ah, stop. That was a, and I like how they said they set it up in the beginning where if you, it's like an elevator, but at that one beam. That if it's not in that one beam, right. it totally sh- yep. shuts on your hand. It's a lot of square footage. It's not totally safe like the guy said it was. Right. Horrible. You know, he he should get his realtor's license revoked for that. Um. So, <laughs> so Foster then ends up having the gun, but she would wound up throwing the medication into the panic room. Uh, Whitaker gave Kirsten Stewart the shots. Um, at this point, I noticed the same thing that um, Kirsten Stewart did just before she did, 
where Whitaker is wearing his name on his shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another thing. Like these guys shouldn't be breaking the houses. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wore my name on my shirt. Uh. So maybe Raul's the only guy that had sense that still had his mask on the whole time. Right. Until now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mask comes off and the crazy comes out. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Well, the crazy comes out when he shoots Leto. That's really the that was point insane. B that I was talking about. Yeah. Yes. Like he was the jokey kind of sarcastic guy. Not really sure one-liners, anything about him. Totally and then he does and... a complete 180 and that's part B. Yeah. I thought part A, I liked part A. Because he was that side character, or whatever, and then part B, he was an okay psycho. I mean, like he, <laughs> there's a snort. Um, there, there's one. Um, he was an okay in that part B role. I felt like once Leto left, I feel I feel like Yoko kind of lost who he was too. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't as much fun because mm-hmm. I liked the back and forth between them. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it it just became it became a lot darker. Yeah, at that point, it mm-hmm. wasn't like he he said a little funny thing, right? Right. So yeah, it did become a lot darker. Um, a few cops show up, but Foster gets them to leave. This was the part I thought they could get rid of. Granted, those cops show up at the end; those same cops, but. I felt, you know, when we were talking about it was 16 minutes and 30 seconds, whatever it is, for them to break in when, from the time we started. This was a good five minutes that they really could have cut out because they're all looking at screens. They're looking at each other, talking. Because Dwight Yoakam, Dwight Yoakam came over to PA and said, if you don't get rid of the cops, we'll kill yeah. your daughter here in the panic room. So, so she had to get rid of the cops. Right. And... It, it was just almost a throwaway thing because they didn't really need to be there. I know it's set up kind of Kristen Stewart grabbing some needles or something, but that was a long s- it was, setup. For it that. was much longer than it needed to be. For right. sure. Yeah. It could have been, you know, oh, oh, I'm sorry, you misunderstood. And then, but it was a really long scene. Yeah, it was, a, but up to then it was like action, 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 a little bit of plot, action, 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 a little bit of plot, action, action, action. And this was like action, action, action. Dead stop. Yeah, and I think it was kind of interesting. It was like action, 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 dead stop. But it was almost like they were taking a breath before the last rush to the end. You know, I mean, I I would I wouldn't say that because I think sometimes if you go to an action movie and it's so much action, you're like, ah, oh, what happened? Sometimes like, okay, deep breath, and now we're going because then she was like, she's like, cops are gone, we're handling this ourselves, and that's when she started being like taking out you know doing the next thing she did you know she and kind of it led to the end and then the end was very like oh here we are at the end that's what i think i do agree it was long though it could have been a shorter pause much much shorter pause much shorter and i will push back on you for this i don't need the pauses you don't need the pauses. i don't need pauses the reason i go to see transformers and that garbage which it is it is garbage it's absolute garbage but i freaking love it you know why? Because for two and a half hours, it's action, 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 and just stuff is blowing up. Agreed. That's, and I'm I mean, always, and you know what? You At the end of the day, I'm like, well, it was two and a half hours. I got to like catch my breath because it was so much action, but I didn't realize it was two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. 
this part, I was like, man, how much more do we got to go? It was that long when I reached for, I did not reach for the remote at that time. But as soon as we hit that point, I'm like, well, how much time is there left? Yeah. And when I do that, that's to me my little instigator for, okay, now that pause is too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was too long. I think I think it could have been shorter and still suspenseful because there was a point to it. It's like, is she going to tell him? Is she going to be like, Durr, Durr. I thought she was going to do the blinks. Like, yeah, or like, so the, like, like they could have gotten to that quicker or they could have gotten to something where she was like, there yeah. two guys in here. They're here. Just pretend they can't hear anything I'm saying, so I'll just look watermelon, like I'm this. Watermelon, 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 watermelon. There's guys in the house. Come back in 20 minutes. We'll take care of it. <laughs> Don't uh, come in the house now, or they'll kill my daughter. I mean, she could have said that. She could have, but but I I do I do think it was like yeah, that was an interesting choice. It's just like you know why 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 didn't she tell them? Because she wanted to kill them she without without re- repercussions. There, I guess. Know. So. I don't know. So Foster then begins to knock out the cameras, and then Hyokum <laughs> goes, "Why didn't we do that?" I was kind of thinking of that about thirty minutes into this movie, yeah. Dwight. Um, she then begins to what I put home alone the house. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought that this was kind of like a grown-up home alone in some ways. Very much so. Yeah. Or um, oh, what was that Jennifer Lopez movie um, where she was beaten up by Jesus? Was it? No, it wasn't Jesus. Angel Eyes. Yes. Yes. She did the same thing in that one too, which was on. Recently, and I was, I was like, okay, because she like took the gun, she did things, so she like drew him into that. I thought that, that was probably about the same time. Jim Caviezel was it? Jim Caviezel? Yeah, it was Jim Caviezel was. Or was that. it his doppelganger that I always get him confused? <laughs> Who also played Jesus? Funny enough, in a made-for-TV movie. No joke. No joke. <laughs> oh, Jim Weird. Caviezel. It was yeah. He's in a new movie, and I just still can't. It's like, oh, he'll always be Jesus. Sorry. It's one of those roles you'll just never get out. You'll never not be Jesus. So yeah, she leaves a bunch of broken glass around. She opens and closes specific doors so that they go down the way that she wants them to. Um, they end up not finding cash, but they find twenty-two million dollars in bonds. So they basically find twenty-two pieces of paper. Did they think they were going to find three million dollars in cash? They looked really disappointed, like, oh, man, there's this paper here. Yeah. I, who? Again, I guess it's but, shows... But, but, I mean, they didn't know, and all the guy said was there's money in a safe. He probably didn't say... So oh. there's $3 million. Right. So they, they all were under the impression that there was $3 million. Yeah. He's got it in nickels. <laughs> he swims around like Scrooge McDuck. That's right. Uh, <laughs> DuckTales reference. There you go. So the burglars now attempt to leave um, with Christian Stewart as their hostage, but they're forced to go the way Foster wants them to. Um, they think she has the gun, so they're kind of being a little cautious. But Foster ends up propping up Dad in a chair. <laughs> that doesn't end well. And gave him the gun uh, while our two burglars are talking with Dad. Foster nails Dwight Yoakam in the face with, with, the sledgehammer. with a sledgehammer. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And so he falls in the, like, over the stairwell. He fell, like, like three stories. He fell really far. And did, did you guys see how he was laying, too? Right. He should have been dead. I'm he sorry. How yeah. did he get He should have been dead. Yeah. His leg is, like, 
bent ungodly in and a, a bent to this yeah. angle. I think his head is a different way, like a not natural <laughs> way. Uh, kill me. I, like like he should have been paralyzed from that fall. Like he but just ate a lot of riblets or whatever. <laughs> he had a lot of those. Yoakum Take him's little riblets. Take him's little, little, little riblets. Um, so he looks at this point in really bad shape. Um, Whitaker escapes the back door, but Yoakum randomly is up and moving. That didn't make any sense <laughs> to me. Yeah. And he got up there. Real fast, expedient, pretty fast up this up these stairs. It's like like with two a, flights with, with probably having leg. like compound fracture. Like it's like I'm just getting up here. Yep. No, wielding, I don't think so. Wielding nonetheless a sledgehammer. Yes, yes. How? That was so weird. <laughs> uh, a ghost. <laughs> yeah, Eric's bottle cap just flew off of his beer. It was on there. That was crazy. It's like a magic trick. Do it again. Oh you gosh, can never do it again. There's a ghost down here. Oh, no. The ghost that lives in the basement. Um, That's a movie for you. <laughs> the ghost that lives in my beer. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a bad yep. MTV Films movie. Yep. Um, so, Yoakum attacks Foster, and Kristen Stewart ends up stabbing him with a bunch of needles a bunch of times in the back of the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cold cocks Kristen yes. Stewart in the face. In the face. <laughs> she just she just goes like like ten feet like it feels like it's like boom yeah yep. she got knocked the f- out yep but not really she just went flying um which I thought was weird like he's still what are you doing I know you you're, you're being weird um I thought it was an interesting choice for a, an older man to basically cold cock a young girl in the face with. That some people think closest. The boy. Well, but when the mask comes off, the crazy you get Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do we have any? What, what's a Dwight Yoakam song? I'm so sorry. I don't I've been know. singing one. Kristen sings one. It? Guitars, Cadillacs, hillbilly music. Oh yeah, that the one. The only okay. thing that keeps me hanging on. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I don't know any actual Dwight Yoakam. Song. I, I know <laughs> who Dwight Yoakam is. I just don't know any of his songs. Unfortunately, my mom was a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see him down at the Civic Center? No. <laughs> you go, did you go over to uh, to Quad Cities to see him to come the Quad in? Quad Cities? No, yeah. I did okay. not. The Grundy County Fair or whatever. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm no. sorry. No, I did not. So Yoakum is about to bash Foster's face in, but Whitaker picks up the with gun the with the sledgehammer. Yeah. I mean, like drop it on her face. That was the most acting Kristen Stewart has ever done in her life. In that moment when she was screaming in the fireplace. Oh, absolutely. That was that was the extent of her acting chops. Wait, does Dead Behind the Eyes count as acting chops? No. Okay. Unless then you're yes. a zombie. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're a zombie. Yes, Eric. Um. So Whitaker picks up the gun and shoots him in the face again. Through we have another the, the eye, eye. <laughs> kill shot. I mean, the kill eye shot exploded out the front. That was so gross. <laughs> so gross. But you knew he was dead. There wasn't any yes. any like oh he fell he's he twitching. might be dead. No 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 he's dead. He's dead. I think now. he could recover from that. He may I don't get think up so. and start you know wielding the sledgehammer again <laughs> as a zombie. Zombie Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> 
That's my Halloween I'm costume. Raul. That's my Halloween costume. <laughs> what are you? I'm zombie. zombie. Dwight Yoakam. Can't you That's tell? Really specific. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? But but I'm Dwight. But I'm Dwight Yoakam. But I'm Dwight Yoakam from the 2002 movie Panic Room oh, as Raul, who I, was I shot in the face with a sledgehammer. Yes. Can't you tell? Hello. Hello. Where have you been the last 12 years? <laughs> anyway, it's my cosplay costume. Hello. Oh my God. What I wear to Comic Con every home. year? Because only Hello. two people get the reference. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's me Dwight. and my Zombie Dwight Yoakam girl. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, panic yeah. Room. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, that's awesome. I think we should have a Halloween party, and you have to be the most obscure person possible. Yes. And see, like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what we could come up with. I love it. Oh man. Okay, so the cops end up busting in. Whitaker runs out the back and gets caught by the police. He then releases all the bonds into the air. Now, I was finishing watching this while Eric and Amber were coming in, and we were all looking at each other at this weird moment where the music kind of... It swells. (laughs) Now that, like, Nolan has kind of did the womp music, it kind of, like, swelled up, and you got a close-up on Whitaker, you got a close-up on Foster, and then you're like, it goes black. Yes. What? The dumbest part. It was so frustrating i was like is it gonna pay like is the dad gonna do something is the dad involved is what like all these thoughts it's it's almost what five seven seconds long it's not even ten. but all these things went through my head like what could be the plot point that they're trying to do it fades to black and that is it Mm -hmm. that's the end basically i mean there's like what 30, 40 more seconds or something, maybe a minute or, yeah. or so left mm-hmm. in the movie. but Of them picking a new house. Right. And that's it. On a beautiful There's scenic no park bench. How, how would you have paid it off? How would you have ended it? You didn't have to swell the music to get my blood. You know, like, that's what that kind of music does. Is you get you excited because there's going to be a twist. There's going to be something. Right. You just could have ended. And her, the look on Foster's face, like, I have a revelation. About you're, something. You're sitting there. You're waiting for something. And her eyes like light up, and she looks like she's gonna move or sprint somewhere, and it fades to black. So I thought there was actually more to the movie. And that that point, I actually checked again to see, am I done or is there more? Because that that kind of blackout was ten seconds long. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, we're at the end. Did Netflix screw up? <laughs> is there something wrong? Netflix. Yes. Checking Netflix. So you, yeah, you're not alone in this stuff. It was very frustrating. I didn't understand that at it all. Was, and it was, it was, it was definitely too long. I, I, I would have said though, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened next. Did, did she try to play the, like, you know what? Actually, Forrest, not that bad of a guy. Let him go. You know, I thought she was going to run out and or, be like, hey, he's he he, he actually saved us. our lives. Or even Let at that keep point, one of the bills. I okay, don't know. so off what you're saying, so Forrest Whitaker's a good guy. At that point, even if a cop accidentally shot Whitaker, he died. At this point, it's got to be in the face because that's where everybody gets shot. Right. <laughs> so kill shot, kill shot in the face. Um, we need that drop, <laughs> Rob Riggle. Um, so he gets shot, and then then it goes to black. Then you've got your payoff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he was a good guy, and he let all the bills go, and he wouldn't have had it anyway. But then he got shot on top of it. Oh, you know, you kind of have that payoff at the end. 
That's how I would have done it. Because that's where I thought it was leading towards. But yet we just fade to black. And and I've got to be honest. Did the dad die or did he make it? I couldn't quite tell. It I looked like he was moving. I, I tried to look at his stomach to see if he was breathing. Yeah. It and looked like his eyes were fluttering a bit. But she just like, Kristen Stewart just kept saying, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And I'm like, is she delusional? And is Foster was like, it's okay. What's but okay? is he okay? <laughs> What's okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're I, not. I feel like I missed about a minute and a half of this movie that Blockbuster won't let me rewind. Or there was a storm in my area and DirecTV cut out for a minute and a half and I'm missing. But that's not the case. It just kind of ended with this big rush, fin- almost a rush to the end, but no conclusion. Right. Which I'm going to go on record as saying I don't like. That's okay. That's a yep. pretty understandable I, I dislike. Yeah. There was no true resolution to it. I mean, there and was a I don't there was like an end. That. There was an end, but it wasn't resolved. It wasn't tied up. It and was a build up to a nothing. Yep. Yes. Huge and I I as a movie watcher, I as a television watcher hate that. There's nothing that I hate more than like a series that I'm invested in get canceled without things being answered. Mm-hmm. Or I'll have arguments with people about Inception and the way that that ends too. <laughs> Cause I just, it's not resolved completely. Eric, stop spinning your beer cap. Because <laughs> it stops spinning. You're in the real world. Man. I don't know. Um, so yeah, those kinds of things, it gets me all worked up. Cause I, I just want, I don't care if everybody just dies in a fiery blast at the end. At least let me know. It resolves. It resolves. Right. Right, and those are some so of you my, see the like, hand like reach up, and you're like, "Oh, they're doing a sequel!" Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. We will return. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they even set, say that at the end. Sometimes. Set oh, yourself okay. up for something. I mean, I'm the same way with certain TV shows. There's a specific X Files. I know, I know, that really bothers me because the. Thank you. I love X Files, but there's a certain X Files that really bothers me because they think that they, you know, catch the alien evil thing. But then it's, you know, it's driving with its, you know, mom in the seat and there's no resolution. And I'm like, oh, hell, that thing's out there. That's terrifying. So there's like We'll get it in season 10. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys are really banking on you'll be around for a while, right? (laughs) Yeah, I won't. I'm just kidding. But no, it's, it's, I I hear you. I don't like that build up and no, no resolution or a fake build up, if you will. Yeah. I I can't stand that. So, as Eric said, we end this movie after about 10 seconds of darkness. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no talking. Yep. Anticipating the credits to be rolling, thinking Netflix is broken. Uh, with uh, Foster and Casey looking for a new home. So, do, they, do you think they stayed in their home after all this happens for even that, like, maybe like two months? Before the escrow. <laughs> During escrow. Until escrow was done. I don't know. I don't think you can. Would you guys have a panic room in your house? I mean, if money was no option and you and you and space, whatever, would you have a room like this in your house? For whatever reason, but would you? Probably not. Why wouldn't you? I don't like confined spaces. I don't either. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I get that they're you know supposed to be like a safe room, you know, like yeah. it's safe. But I don't I don't like that. That's too small. 
<laughs> it's just too small of a space. I agree. I don't like for an undetermined amount of time. I think that's the other part of that. So and it's concrete. It's not even like welcoming small space. It's just. I mean, you could space. decorate it. I mean, <laughs> you could put some paper. I need up and an some interior pillows. decorator. Yeah. If, if money room. was no option, I would have like a presidential bunker one. It's like got the war room and. And a Rations. shower, and more than like the prison toilet the in the prison corner. Because that's yeah, what it, that was I was. Because I was. I would think it's like, oh, oh. They sometimes just show scenes of the prison toilet. It's like, yeah. oh, that's what you do. Okay. It looks like the. You mean the? There uh, were no guns in there. Can you believe that? I mean, I'm I'm not a gun enthusiast, but I am saying like, don't you think they would have had a gun in there or something? Maybe, but I think the whole point of panic room is you don't need a machine gun. You got the room <laughs> to hold. But I'm just saying, you maybe want to have a gun in there. Just in case. Just in case. Never know. And pot. <laughs> and and lots of pot. I don't know. I was yeah. just thinking if you're going to get baked, might as well do it. In hey, man. We're gonna be it's all cool. For it's all good. Time. It's all good. <laughs> it's medicinal. Hey, man. <laughs> it's medicinal. <laughs> Got my prescription right here. No. But uh, but seriously, though, I, I, I don't know. what. So, so neither. No. Not, no, no. What about you? No. Uh, I actually, I, I think now that I have a family, you know, honestly watching this, I was kind of like, oh yeah, all right, I'm going to lock all my windows, lock, lock the, lock the ceiling window that we have. But, um, but even just thinking of like, uh, I, I would much rather not kind of cower to one place. I'd much rather like, I'll just try to defend it myself. I'll, that's why, that's where I'll you get, get a gun. the gun. <laughs> that's know? right. That's right. That's what you do. Right. You know, but no, I don't think, but, and then, I mean, they have these shows out there, like the, the apocalypse doomsday bunker guys, you know, that are like building their underground cities (laughs) for when the, for doomsday doomsday preppers. preppers. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Net Geo. Net Geo. It's like, okay, great. Yeah. All right. I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyway. No. But no, I wouldn't have one either. No. I just get the gun. Interesting thing, though. But, I mean, I know there are houses out there with those. Oh, yeah, sure. Not ours. Thank God. No. <laughs> Not ours. As, as, as far as I know, I haven't found it yet. So Our apartment doesn't have one. <laughs> my it's called the laundry room. <laughs> That's a closet. <laughs> it's my panic room. <laughs> it's got a paper bag in it so I can just <laughs> blow into it. That's when I panic. <laughs> well, the bathroom I throw up in, yeah. Oh, it's a hangover room, is what it is. <laughs> All right, um, let's play our box office game now. Being that this was filmed in one location, mm-hmm. surprisingly, it has a forty-eight million dollar budget. Really? So CGI going <laughs> yeah. through the floors. See, I was going to yeah. say CGI and maybe Jody. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Jody's commanding. Mm-hmm. Whitaker's not commanding a whole heck of a not lot. Not at this point. K Stu's not commanding a whole no. heck of a lot. Dwight Yoakam's been selling little riblet bites. Uh, Jared Leto's not commanding a whole heck no, of a lot. No, because he wasn't really no big at that point. I don't You're think even thirty Foster. seconds to Mars was even out then, mm. were they? No, no, no. So, so you're paying Foster. Yeah, and I'm not sure what she was commanding. Oh, two. So forty-eight million. Box office, Amber. Mm, when did this come out? Two thousand two. March. Know. March. Okay. I don't know. Um, sixty. Sixty million, mm-hmm. Eric. Mm, 
105. For the first time on the Five Dollar Bin Podcast, Eric oh. is our winner. Really? How much uh, did it make? $196.4 million. That's amazing. It wasn't that good. <laughs> Not $196 million, no. but you did hit a nail on the head. This movie came out in March. Dynamite. So you know what comes out in March? That's right. Oh, Rap. That's true. What was it up against? Do we remember? Nothing. Uh, I went. I went and looked what came really out in March out. and February and April. Nothing. Well, then that's it. Nothing. I mean, that's exactly it. Nothing of note. I'm I mean, sure. in the next, like the next, the next suspenseful, like thriller suspense movie that came out, because you got to, you got to figure like a certain type of person would go and see this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A- abs- you know, so you got to kind of look at like what other movies from this genre came out. There was one that came out in January. I don't remember what it was. And then the next one came out in, like, July. So it's, like, wow. perfect sort of thriller suspense yeah. movie that came out. I was like, okay, cool. You want that fix? Go see this, this movie. This is the movie that you're going to go see. So, of course, it did well. And it came out in March. So, yeah, $196 million for wow. this movie. That's great. So it's kind <laughs> um, So they, they almost quadrupled. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it did very, very well. I went to look online to see if there was ever a sequel because I looked at the box office. And I, wow, that made a lot of money compared to what, what the would you have done was. for a sequel? Even I was looking at direct to DVD Panic but Room. Seriously, two. what would you have done? What would well, you have done for? It's a the sequel? same story, Eric. They they That's do that with the direct TV <laughs> stuff all the time. Yeah, Why so. is Mega Shark going Cube against Crocosaurus? Cube, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! You want to do those movies? You want to do? I Cube? liked Cube. I liked Cube. Did you watch Hypercube? <laughs> no, I didn't watch oh Hypercube. Did you watch Cube Zero? No, because there's a contingency of listeners that listen to this podcast that I've watched all three of those movies with in one sitting. <laughs> okay, oh. they are awful movies. The first one I really actually like. Yes, when the guy gets sliced <laughs> into the cube oh, yeah. in the first part. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic Absolutely. Movie. Great way to Amber, start. Amber, have it you off. seen these movies? I have not seen these movies. Oh, and yeah. you always wonder, what's go what's the cube? What's going on? What's, what's the cube? <laughs> I think we might need to that, that may one be of a the future cube, one. Cube movies. So yes, I've Send seen every cube movie and they are so, so bad they're good. Cubert. Point point point. Is that the same thing? <laughs> All right. Let's get to recommendations. Would you recommend this movie scale of one to five? This being the $5 movie bin, this is how we rate our movies, $1 to five. Amber, what would you give this movie? I'd give it a three. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. this, considering it got what? What did we say? 76% of Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. I give it a three. It was, I found myself in suspense, which is what it is. Suspenseful movie. It's a thriller. Wanting to know what was going to happen, so yeah, I'd say I'd say three. It wasn't, you know, groundbreaking for me, but <laughs> three. Yeah, this wasn't winning any awards anytime soon. But right. mm-hmm. Eric, I'm giving it a four. Ooh, and, I'm, I, and I know, I know, it's probably like, oh wow, that's almost a five. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's four. more than a three. Four no, no, no. But, wow. but I'm, I'm giving it. But are, for for having, are you a burglar? Because you do math really well. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. I know. I know the minutia of. Of uh, inheritance uh, tax, but but what I was going to say was I I was actually very surprised by 
by this movie. And then when I found out it was by the guy that did Fight Club and all this, I was like, oh, okay. For the caliber, I mean, for the caliber of films we've been watching, this is a really well-made, definitely a lot, a lot of, you know, good acting chops behind it in the part of like Jared Leto and, you know, Scary Raul, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was a good, definitely, definitely like there were points in there. I was like, I don't know if they're going to get out of this. I don't know what's going to happen. See, and yeah. I love that in a movie. I love in a movie where I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I think that it, it means that, okay, I'm drawn in enough where I'm like, I was like, I can't figure this out. And I'm okay with that. And that's why I really, I really liked it. It was a good suspenseful movie. And I watched, I watched it late at night too. So it's like, it's like, all right, cool. I don't know. I'm going to check my locks when I go to bed. You know, there's no money in my house, but I'm going to check my locks. (laughs) I watched it during a thunderstorm. So this movie listeners, if you haven't watched it also takes place during. It does. I thought that was kind of uh, a lot of ironic. Um, I am going to actually, I I thought about giving this a four, but I'm going to actually give it a three. Um, due to the fact that that long pause was <laughs> was one of it, really uh, the ending got me and it got me angry. I would have to say the the beat that w- the, by pause I meant the beat that we were taking with the cops. I'm mm-hmm. Like oh, this could, I would I would you happily give this then, a yep. four mm-hmm. had I not. I would have. I don't think I'd border on five because five would be perfect. But I would have really thought hard about the four had I not clicked to see how much was left. That's really my indicator. If I click to see how I can't, I can't give you that good score. Um, and then what was the other thing? I loved Dwight Yoakam in the in the first half. You know, mask on Dwight Yoakam. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Also loved Jared Leto in this. Thought the chemistry between those two, which I'd never thought I'd. You know, words I thought I'd never say. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam and Jared Leto had amazing on-screen chemistry. But they did. Yeah, they, they had did. fantastic chemistry. They did. I love the banter back and forth. Um, and like I said, Jared Leto lit the screen up because we all know Christian Stewart wasn't doing it anytime soon. <laughs> nope. Wow. Awful. So I, you know, <laughs> when I thought she was a boy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, to... Costume and makeup didn't do real well. Who cut her hair? Um, so yeah, I would give it a three, a solid three. I, if it weren't for those little things that really you could have cut off of the film or just a slight addition, I would have happily given it a four and a very, very strong recommendation to see this film. So that would be my amp. So sorry. Well, there you go. There you go. So that is going to do it for Panic Room. The majority, would, would you guys say watch this movie? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah it's streaming it. on Netflix. So we'd all say watch it, uh, three and above. I wouldn't say like the, if we say three or better, watch it. The, yeah. That's kind of safe to say. Yeah, that's fair. We're still new at this, so we're we're kind of figuring out. So if we say three or above, watch the movie. Two or below. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Or <laughs> if nothing else is on. Maybe two is like nothing else is on. One, don't waste your time. Um, so that's Panic Room. We all say, go ahead, stream it on Netflix. If you're already paying eight ninety nine a month, why not watch a decent movie and not watch Safe Haven or <laughs> Last Action Hero? <laughs> Any of the other crap we've seen. This is actually a good movie that we would all recommend. Yeah. And if you're home, 
on a Friday night and it's raining outside. Press Even play. better. Yeah. It just makes it better. It just <laughs> adds to the ambiance. So, all right, that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Jeff, and then there's Eric. Hey, see ya. And Amber. Good night. We will see you next week, guys. Don't forget, next week on the prequel episode, we are going to do our tastings <laughs> of Dwight Yoakam's frozen products. Yummy yum. Yum yum yums. Bye. <laughs>